from the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, greetings, beloved. Today we're coming back to Zechariah chapter 2, looking at the promise of the measure, the prophecy of the man of the measuring line, measuring Jerusalem, and talking about how that the uh, children of Israel, he says, Come forth and flee from the land of the north, saith the Lord, for I have spread you abroad as the four winds of heaven, saith the Lord. Deliver thyself, O Zion, thou that, that, that dwellest with the daughter of Babylon. So there were those who had been dispersed into the land of the north, Babylon. They dwelled with Babylon. And God said, Look, I have a promise. I'm going to make Jerusalem one day a uh, so large that it's going to be a land without walls, without boundaries and borders, and the presence of the Messiah will be there. And in light of this promise, God has commands those in the land of the north to return. Not all had returned. In fact, very few. And uh, he said, for behold, he said, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you, for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. For he will, for behold, I will shake mine hand upon them, and they shall be a spoil to their servants, and ye shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people. And I will dwell in the midst of thee, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto thee. And the Lord shall inherit Judah, his portion in the Holy Land, and shall choose Jerusalem again. Be silent, O all flesh, before the Lord, for he is raised up out of his holy habitation. God said, look, I've measured the city. I'm going to be a king to Gentile nations and to Israel. Choose in Jerusalem. And, and it's going to be the Holy Land. And nations will be joined to the Lord in that day and, will, and, and dwell in the midst of thee. And he said, you better come forth out of the land. In light of this promise, those in Babylon come back. You know, God is also looking to the future in this view, vision, encouraging his people who will be scattered like the four winds across the northern country, Russia, the Scythians, to return to the promised land. And that's speaking of the future diaspora or dispersion in 70 AD under Emperor Titus of Rome. Jeremiah said there would be a time when the children of Israel would not talk about the exodus out of Egypt, but the one out of the north. Did you know today, the children of Israel, they don't talk about the exodus of Moses. You know what they talk about? They talk about the children of Israel coming out of the land of the north. Nearly one million Jews have returned to Israel out of the Soviet Union, and there has been a point recently where they were coming out of the Ukraine at the rate of 1,000 per day, most of them going to Ashdod, and most of the Soviet Jews going to Tel Aviv, the largest Jewish city in the land of Israel, more than 200,000 um, uh, 250,000 Jews, Russian-speaking Jews there alone, just there. Uh, um, I think 2 million people in Tel Aviv alone, 2 million Jews. Now, verse 8 gives us the exact time of this prophet. It's going to be after the glory. This is the day of the Lord at his, at his second advent, after his second coming, his apocalyptic return. The glory of the Lord departed about 586 B.C. from the temple. 
It, it came to the temple when a greater than Solomon, Jesus the Messiah, came 2,000 years ago to his own. The glory will return and every eye shall behold him, Revelation chapter 1, and will return to the millennial temple. God will dwell in the midst of the temple. So you have the temple of the past, that Solomon's temple, and God's in, in the temple, the glory departed when the temple was destroyed. The, te the glory returned at the first coming of the Christ and is coming again at the second coming of Christ to live in the midst of the millennial temple. And God will dwell in the midst of the temple. The throne of Jesus will be set up inside the eastern gate, just inside the gate of the, 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 the temple. And this geographical prophecy has an apocalyptic promise. The, the nations that spoil, uh, a promise of glory. And the nations that spoiled his people have spoiled the apple of his eye. You better not touch the apple of God's eye. And the Gentile nations seem to uh, scorn and act as if there is no coming judgment or accountability for their actions. Have you looked at what's going on today right now with, uh, with uh, Jordan and Syria and Lebanon and Egypt and the West Bank and, and the Gaza Strip, the plains of the Philistines, Isaiah 13, Obadiah chapter 1, the first of Israel's last three world wars for the eyes of the Lord. run. They, they act like there is no God and that they can do whatever they want with Israel. And the Bible and the United Nations voting to give the Palestinians a seat, an observer seat in the in the uh, a non-voting chair in the United Nations. The world is acting out against Israel like there's no regard for God, and God's not going to do anything. You better remember what your Bible says. For the eyes of the Lord, said Chronicles 16:9 tells us, run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward Him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from thenceforth, from henceforth, thou shalt have wars. Well, you ain't see. You're, there's going to be war. Zechariah 4:10 tells us, for who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Jerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. God is going to come. Jesus is going to come and execute the judgment of nations just following the battle of Armageddon. And he tells us here, he tells Zion to sing for he is coming to dwell in her midst. And we, Christian, you and I ought to sing. You know why? Because Jesus is coming again and he is going to dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. And you and I, the bride, we are going to rule and reign with him. Dr. Joseph Parker once said that a silent church is an ungrateful church. You ought to sing about the coming of your Lord. You ought to rejoice at the coming of your Lord. Whatever your problem, say, what's this got to do with me today? You having a bad day? Rejoice. Your Jesus is coming. Sing. Your Jesus is coming. A perfect king, a perfect kingdom. Many nations will rejoice. The nations of goats that forget God shall be turned into hell, but all the nations, the sheep, will be joined as Jesus said, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them, I, them I also I must bring in, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. And that's exactly what's say, what, what the Lord is saying here in chapter 2, verse 11. Uh, Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day and shall be my people. That's what Jesus was talking about was what Zechariah was, what he told Zechariah uh, 500 years before he came the first time. And you better be careful again about touching the apple of God's eye, the Jews. Speak not evil of them, help them, pray for them, give the gospel to them. No man can touch the saint without first touching the Savior. Dr. Joseph Parker also said that. He's a wall of fire about us. We are the apple of his eye. We are safe in him. The lion of the tribe of Judah will return to his own and Jerusalem will be the capital of the world. The Lord will not forsake his inheritance. Deuteronomy 32, 9. For the Lord's portion is his people 
Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Psalm 94, 14. For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. When the Lord arises, men must be silent. And right now, we need to sing and rejoice because he is coming. And we will desire to see and hear him and no other when he does come. All the world and nations shall be joined to him. We often use the term holy land. Verse 12, here in Zechariah chapter 2, is the only time in the Bible you find the term holy land, and it will not be fulfilled until the, holy, uh, until the glory returns. The land is not holy now. In fact, it, 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 it just, it's not. It will be when Jesus comes again. We'll see that in chapter 3. It will be holy when the glory returns, when the Holy One of Israel, I am the Holy One of Israel, God said over and over in the Old Testament, and then the Lamb will be holy once again. The presence of God makes it holy. Where God is, there is holiness, for He is holiness. And that God is holy, the Bible says. And, and it will be holy when Jesus returns. Right now, there's a lot of unholy things going on. In fact, most of the Jews there have still sit in rejection. There are some churches there. There are some believers there, but very, very few. It'll be holy land when the Holy One returns, the Holy One of Israel. We look for that day, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Praise the Lord for that day that's soon to come. And uh, we're going to stop right there. Tomorrow we'll start with chapter 3 and see the vision of Joshua and the high priest. God bless you is our prayer until our time tomorrow. No longer a in rags of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor